At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Nikki. Welcome to Swipe Fat. Where dating's hard. But dating when you're fat is even harder. I'm in hibernation mode. What does hibernation mode mean? I'm like a bear. I am just staying in my apartment right now. That's really (laughs) what it means. I'm hibernating inside from the winter and people. And people meaning people to date. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not worried (laughs) about. I'm like dating uh, is the least interesting thing right now uh, to me. And I think that's okay. It's absolutely Uh, okay. You know, I I just am having a good time being with Ted at home, watching TV. I finished the whole series. Um, I started rewatching Grey's Anatomy. Oh goodness, uh, you've I already finished, finished it. I finished it. Um, I'm now watching New Amsterdam. By the time this airs, I will have finished the four seasons on Netflix. Um, I think a lot of people are doing the same thing because it's like winter and stuff. You know. It's definitely a thing in Chicago. Yeah. I've spent this, like a lot of profiles I've been seeing on Hinge and Bumble are a lot of people being like, it's fall, it's sweater weather. And I'm like, motherfucker, these people aren't on this app anymore. Yeah, you're not here anymore. (laughs) You're not here anymore. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) I saw one that was like, can't wait to have a hot dog at a baseball game. I was like, Jesus Christ. Can people just delete their... That was like March last year. Yeah, that's rude of them. I know. Luckily, my profiles have nothing uh, to do with the season, so they can I just I think stay. one of mine does, so oh. probably well, need yeah, to update it. You got a Christmas prompt in there. I did have a Christmas. I think I took that down, though. Okay, okay. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We have a guest. We do. We have Adelia Killian coming on today of Adelia Laughs on TikTok and Instagram and Mm -hmm. a blog. She has a blog too. Um, We are super excited to have her on because we've seen a lot of her TikToks about talking about plus size dating, Mm -hmm. um, dates that she went on before she was married. Now she's married married. and has a baby in in the butt i don't know in the oven did you say in the butt no i said bun i was i was gonna say she has a baby in and i said (laughs) and i was gonna say the oven i was like that doesn't make sense bun in the oven um when you listen back to this it's gonna sound like butt okay well uh and she's pregnant (laughs) (laughs) she's got a baby in the butt (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) Still and she's us. and she's and, I know and she's pregnant <laughs> <laughs> so we're excited to have her on um to chat about how she found the one mm-hmm. and uh yeah I'm excited to have her on oh I think she's here hi Adelia how are you good thanks for Just joining us yeah I'm are really you- excited first podcast 
um, appearance, I guess you could call it, uh, ever. So definitely very nervous. Um, gonna try to be like as chill as I can or as myself as I can, um, even with like nerves of, I don't know, chit chatting. You shouldn't be nervous with us. If anything, we should be nervous with you. Yeah. You're a big deal. You're a big deal. Oh no, y'all are cool. I was I was listening to a couple episodes earlier today and I'm just like, okay, okay, I, I can do this. Yeah. I can I can I can vibe. You can yeah. chat with us. We're just, you know, <laughs> hanging out on a couch just in different cities. Yes. You pop up on my for you page a bunch on TikTok. If you guys don't follow our follower Adelia Laughs on TikTok, 208,000 followers right now. Pretty cool. Pretty cool of you. No big deal. Thank you. No big deal. Yeah. Um, and you popped up. Apparently, Alex has been following you for a while because we realized she's like mentioned you and your husband before a TikTok about him swapping shoes with you. Oh my gosh, I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. That was you guys. Okay, yeah. So I brought you up on a podcast once. I was like, it was the freaking cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, I couldn't remember your handle at the, like, your name uh, on TikTok. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to go find her. But I knew then I saw you on my Instagram. So I've, like, been following you forever. The cute thing about it was that was actually taken the day we found out we were pregnant. Um, and so what happened was, um, so the context was we were on vacation with his family and we went out to lunch to sell. Well, we told our, our family that we were going out to lunch because it was like the anniversary of when we got engaged, but we were actually celebrating finding out that we were pregnant and, um, we, and we didn't have a car. And so we went to this restaurant and then I wanted to go um, into town one spot. And then we wanted to go back to the beach. So it was basically a mile walk each way. We had already walked a mile and then my feet were like super blistered. We were trying to find like a coffee shop that had a first aid kit or something. Cause like it was rough. And then, um, Connor, he was like, Oh, I still really want to like walk to the beach. Like, can you walk? And I'm like, if we switch shoes and he was like, done. <laughs> Anytime. And I'm like, okay. So that's how that happened. But I never told him the part about the pregnancy or how he literally walked a mile in my shoes. A whole freaking mile. Yeah. No, that's love. Yeah. (laughs) We love a gentleman. Oh, yeah. He's he's the best. Yep. So you guys met on a dating app? Yeah, we met on Hinge. Um, Okay. Almost three years ago. Um, so I was thinking about it today because I was like, oh, yeah, it was February. And I'm like, it's February now. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So um, we, yeah, we met on Hinge, went on a lunch date. It was a Wednesday. Um, and one thing with dating is like when, when I was single, I remember I, I, I hated talking to people for like a couple days or even weeks before meeting in person. I always liked to just have like one quick like combo via dating app and then decide based on those vibes, whether or not to like see someone in person and then actually decide if I want to date them based on like the in-person vibes. Um, But with Connor, so he invited me to lunch 
um, just like randomly through the week. And we chatted about like the most random things. This was also like days before COVID hit. Um, And so we were chatting about the Olympics that summer and YouTube, like getting, getting into uh, creating content and things. And then, um, yeah, uh, he was very polite and then waved goodbye. And I was convinced that he was not going to call me. I was like, he was really nice, but you know, he probably, he did like, I just was like, he was polite. And then that was it. But then he called me like the next day. And then two weeks later, when we both, like both of our jobs closed, we, and we, we don't have family and we live in Cincinnati, which is where we met also. We both don't have family here. Um, so we decided to be quarantine buddies as we called it, um, about two weeks after we met. Wait, how did you go from first date? He's polite. You weren't sure if he was going to call you to two weeks later, your quarantine buddies. How did we get in between there? <laughs> um, I feel like, I mean, things moved pretty quickly, um, with us, especially considering we've got, we've, we've got a baby on the way now, three years later, um, but I feel like, so with the, those two weeks, I'm trying to think back to how things, I remember the days of the week really well. Um, so it was a Wednesday, first date, lunch, um, really nice chat, you know, un- unsure if like, like, cause he didn't make like a, a move, a move, if you will. Um, but then two days later or the next day, um, he was texting me about like wanting to do a second date. And he invited me over um, for pasta was what it was. He, he was like, uh, I can cook for you. Do you want to come over? And I'm like, going to a strange man's apartment <laughs> who I've just met. Okay. But then also I was low key, like really excited to see him. So um, I made up that I had all these plans that weekend. I was like, oh, I have this party for my friend on Saturday. And then I have this other thing I'm doing on Sunday. I could pencil you in on Tuesday or actually I'm free tonight <laughs> was what I said. <laughs> um, and like half of what I said was not true, yeah. <laughs> but he was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, come over after work. And I remember right after we made plans, I was working retail at the time and my manager was, had asked me like right after this, she was like, oh, can you stay a little bit later and help with this thing? And I was like, Mm, no no I can't uh I have plans and it was like you know a random like weekday and all my coworkers are like you have plans and I'm like yeah um and they're like what are you doing I'm like um I'm going to a pasta party I like it (laughs) I like all the things yes um and everyone was just like what the heck and so that's um so for that the two weeks where I even had a like a workplace to go gab about this guy too we called him pasta boy um so that was his little nickname when we were dating and everything and then um yeah um I remember we watched the live action Aladdin and the whole I was talking the whole time we love watching movies together it's one of our favorite things but I talked the whole time because I was so nervous and I was just like, uh, like critiquing little like s- cinematic things about it. Or I'm like, oh, there was in continuity here. 
character or like just like random little like film commentary things Mm -hmm. um the whole time and then um yeah I that then we like set up I had to maintain my story of the weekend and then (laughs) the next week (laughs) we um we had a couple more dates within the next week so our first like six dates were all I think within a week and a half oh wow or something yeah um yeah Uh, he like surprised me with flowers at my apartment one day um I'm trying to remember the details of the other like first couple dates like when things were somewhat normal um we went for tacos at one of our still our one of our favorite taco places um and I'm trying to think flowers pasta um and we oh at one point I was like I was low-key waiting like for him to like initiate the convo about like dating exclusively if if that makes sense and I ended up initiating it and there was like one day where and I was so awkward about this we were just like hanging out and I'm like are we seeing other people and he's like no and I'm like okay (laughs) but then it wasn't until like months after that like this is still like we basically lived together for months later and then that summer he referred to me as his girlfriend and I'm like wait you never asked me that and he was like oh oops and <laughs> then he got me flowers and was like do you want to be my girlfriend I'm like yeah so this is like a COVID yeah. rom-com it is a COVID rom-com <laughs> yeah um but it was funny because we were like I remember he, he officially he formally asked me to be his quarantine buddy um and then throughout that whole season we just referred to each other as buddy the whole time and actually um we later engraved that on our our wedding bands um that's cute. okay so adorable like, i'm sorry <laughs> i feel like we're both very much golden retrievers mm-hmm. um him more so than me which i love it's just really nice like how we both just really like like the cute sentimental things very cheesy stuff like it's kind of been the thing from the beginning um from like you know little lunch dates and pasta and then with quarantine we had to get creative with with our dates we watched the entire mcu every film the marvel yes um in the first three weeks oh my god it was like the only thing we did for quarantine so that was fun and we thought like oh this like we'll totally like get through these movies right when we get out of this <laughs> little did you know yeah <laughs> no they'll release a lot more and you can watch them all while you're still in quarantine at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Man, craziness. Okay, so to backtrack somewhat, I did see a recent TikTok that you made. I think it's pretty recent, maybe not as recent as some others, but where you were talking about 
your second date, I think it was, where you kind of were like, okay, um, I want to make sure he knows like that I'm larger and that he's dating someone who's in a bigger body. And like, is that going to be a problem? And like, if it is, then, you know, out ski. And it went well. <laughs> mm-hmm. How was that? Like, how mm-hmm. did you decide exactly. that you were going to do uh, that? This, this was the pasta date. And um, I, I remember, so I had had like crazy dating experiences before this, um, especially with people who had pressured me into going to the gym. Um, and at one point, um, like I, I distinctly remember dating someone and, um, this was in, I think college and, um, this person, when we broke up had mentioned, obviously had mentioned my weight, but then had specifically said, Oh, I thought like when we first got together that like, you would just change. What? And I'm like, what? okay uh no goodbye um and so I took that with me into dating in like you know beyond that so when I met Connor I went in with a more intentional mindset into dating um and it sucks that this is something that I felt I had to do as a plus size Mm -hmm. woman but it still worked out really well in that like so this was our second date you know feeling things out he was making a move like that kind of thing um and I could tell that he was really interested in me and so then I kind of was like okay pause and in the middle of this like date I like stand up and I'm just like do you see what I look like like this is what I look like it 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 might get bigger it might not get bigger um (laughs) It might, it may, like, who knows what, like, th- this is it right now. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of was like, gave like that whole like speech of just like, this is the body I have. Who knows what it's going to look like in the future. You have to be okay with this. And he's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Kind of in this, like, why? Like he, he was sort of confused as to why it was like something I felt I needed to bring up. But then he also was like, I picked you because I like you. Yeah. Right. I feel like all plus size women at some point like want to put that disclaimer out there, like get that reassurance. And I think there's something about you say, like, I wish you didn't have to say that, but there was something about the way that you said it on the second date that feels so much more confident or a little different than like how some people will put on the apps or like message and be like, well, you know, I'm fat, right? Did you ever do that before? Or was this your first time since you had those awful college experiences that you wanted that reassurance? I don't think this was the first time I brought up my weight to someone that I dated. But I think like when I was on dating apps, I would be intentional by putting like photos of my body on there. But then um, I like the idea of not feeling like I needed to talk about it right away within like a text combo or mm-hmm. on a first date. Um, I think I felt the need to bring it up on our second date because we were getting to a point where I felt like this could be something. Um, and so that's why I felt like that was a good moment for it. Um, it's weird that this is something that feels necessary. It's like, again, I'm glad 
it worked out and I'm glad it was really useful. But then it's also like, why have we created an environment where disclaimers are necessary in dating? Like, that's what's weird. It's very weird. Like we always, we've talked to other people who like put it in their profile and Nikki and I both feel like that's not necessary, but like, but that's for us, like what we're comfortable with. And I just hate that some women feel more comfortable putting a disclaimer out there because they don't want to be in a situation where they have to have that conversation or get the look in person. Mm -hmm. And it just bums me out so much because I mean, like it can happen even if you put a disclaimer it can happen if you don't put a disclaimer like the look or you know that feeling that you're like less than because mm-hmm. someone's just judging you for something that is just who you are um i don't know i just but i agree with nikki where it's sort of like i don't know it felt like you took the power of it when you had your conversation about it i mean i like that you waited until you felt like okay this is someone who i see a future with Like now I feel comfortable talking about it because I think that's where the confidence thing came in, right? Where it's sort of like I'm owning this in a way that like it's going to make me feel better and more powerful or whatever. But I don't know. It's like I feel like when you do it right away, it it puts the power in their hands a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, exactly. Because I feel like or to put it on like a social on a social media page or on like a Uh, on a dating platform it's almost like a shield um to protect yourself um which makes sense but then I feel like that then detracts from like the what I would consider more important dating information about like your your likes and dislikes your vibe um and just other things that are really true to you beyond your body Mm -hmm. um and just that reality um so and or I, I'm thinking of another experience I had where um, I went on a date with someone from an app and then um, they saw me and they were like, oh, your profile is so misleading. And I'm like, what? And they brought up a photo I posted where it's like a, it was waist up this photo and my arms were kind of in front of my body, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. to where it almost like slimmed my torso um if you can picture that where it's yeah. like I happen to have my arms more towards the front of the f- frame and I'm like yeah. um okay that's weird um but like, there's yeah, so many the other photo. photos yeah it's one photo I, like why did the mm-hmm, it makes me so mad because it's true they'll focus on like one photo and they're like okay but here is where I want you to look like that all the time mm-hmm okay, that's not a reality. (laughs) Exactly. It's not reality at all. And so when, when it comes to like dating profiles, I love recommending multiple pictures, you know, like obviously non-retouched photos and just like a good variety, but then also with the, the content and like what you're actually saying, I feel like instead of take uh, using space to bring up, you know, living in a plus size body, uh, I I would vote more so for bringing up things that you're like really passionate about um, and just other things that are really important to you. And then for me, um, I'm glad that at this time when I met Connor, that the conversation could be in person rather than through, you know, a screen, because then it's like the person that you're dating 
also gets this like gets to decide if they even want because it's not just about like a plus size like like having a plus size body it's also about what comes with living in a plus size body the stigma the um you know the ptsd the other like issues that come with it beyond like just existing as a fat Mm -hmm. person um and so yeah i think i really appreciated being able to have the conversation both in the beginning of dating and also in person and getting his raw reaction um of just yeah it's not an issue and I also it also helped me to see his almost I mean he wasn't I I don't know if surprise is the word I want to use but he was almost um I guess for lack of a better word surprised that I felt the need to bring it up um Mm -hmm. because he to him it just wasn't something that he had really thought of because he was busy thinking about why he liked me and had nothing to do with you know my size yeah which is what we hope everyone is doing you know Mm -hmm. like that's what we all want and hope for exactly I realized after like with dating him it's not hard to be a decent person with dating around this topic and other topics it's just you know I I don't understand why it's so normal to treat people so weirdly based on their bodies especially with people that you like with strangers from the internet it's just so weird dang it I had a brain fart (laughs) well also you're pregnant I feel like that's like a thing that happens a lot all my friends that were pregnant I felt like had mom brain and it was like they were just like I don't know my friend described it as like her kid just like sucking out all all of her thoughts oh my gosh my body is honestly completely different pregnant and my mind completely mm-hmm. different pregnancy brain um yeah no pregnancy pregnancies definitely changed my mind so I have I have brain parts like all the time and I'm still trying to remember what I was going to say because it was on the topic of like dating not settling for oh yeah 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 I got it I got it okay so um and this is why like that story of um me like kind of saying to Connor this is what my body looks like you got to be cool with it or leave now um was I, I I I kind of attribute like meeting him or getting to like I guess like like hitting like winning the lottery if you will of dating um to just like I developed a new mindset after a lot of like the dating horror stories I experienced before meeting him of mainly not settling but I got like pretty specific with it in terms of like I stopped snapchatting people so if people ask me for my snapchat I'm like I I don't have that app mm-hmm. um or um just like other more specific things or like and part of it is like I mean it's it's hard to look out for all of the red flags there are so many sometimes yeah. <laughs> I know so many like I I was t- I heard someone's um dating story the other day about a guy whose apartment was too clean and then and at first I was like oh that 
that's not a red flag. And then like, I was like, wait, oh, I see how that can be a red flag, you know? And it's like, there's just so many. And then with like, for within dating as a plus size person, I've also run into times where I assume someone like understands, you know, the, the body I live in and like has accepted that about me. And that's why we're going out. And then I feel like I'll get hints of that not being the case later on, Mm -hmm. um, whether through like talking about diet culture, talking about like fitness in certain ways that are just like a little bit odd, you know? So by the time I had met Connor, I kind of got to a point where I was very no BS about dating. And I also was just absolutely not interested in wasting my time. Mm. Um, so like, that's why I was a lot more comfortable. Um, or I like, I like the idea of, you know, you can, I, I firmly believe that you can kind of get a vibe from someone pretty quickly within dating. Um, and so within that, that's why like, I, I don't like to take too much time figuring out if I like someone um, or figuring out, um, you know, their red and green flags, like other things. I feel like I liked going through it pretty quickly. And I definitely liked having deeper conversations, especially about size more quickly rather than waiting and feeling things out first. Yeah. Um, well, like their feelings yeah. aren't going to change. So having exactly. that conversation earlier makes sense, but I think it's such a vulnerable thing. Like I've never been able to like do, and I'm like almost 40 years old. Like, I think it's like very brave that you did that so early on, because I think like so many of us are like, well, we'll convince them to love us despite, or, you know, like all those things you shouldn't say about yourself when it's mm-hmm. like, they should just love you for who you are. So I think that it's like really cool that you did that. Um, Okay. I had one question to go back to like the very beginning of this whole combo where you said that you would like try to have a date like right away. Like you wouldn't even have like conversations. Would you ask them out or were they asking? Oh, okay. Um, Sometimes I would actually, I think usually people would ask me out, um, but I... I would never give like my real number or my Snapchat or like social media. Um, And I would stick to one or two text combos via whatever dating app. And if by the first or the second, there wasn't a plan for a date, then I would just delete. Wow. Cutthroat. Mm -hmm. I like that though. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely liked having a more cutthroat, um I guess mindset within dating um and part of it is like and it's not even necessarily like I mean I definitely felt like I had higher standards but it was more so that I had specific standards or specific red flags I looked out for um so rather than just like blanket standards that a lot of people have I felt like some of the red flags that I looked out for were based on like my own experience, both like within dating as a plus size person, but then also like at the same time, what was really important to me was dating with intention. Um, and 
I knew I wanted someone who would be my partner long term, and I didn't want to date to date. If that makes Mm -hmm. sense, yeah, definitely does. That's where I am right now, but I feel like I'm not doing a good job at it. So um, maybe I'll take some of these. Yeah. Be a little bit more cutthroat and do the one to two text conversations. I think that's so yeah. smart. I kind of, when I'm dating, I try to do that too. But like guys will lead you on, like lead you on. And all of a sudden you have feelings for somebody like the stranger that you haven't even met yet. And you have an idea of who they are and what you could be together. And like you even haven't even had one cocktail together yet. It's like, <laughs> it's like, we that's know exactly it's, why. Yeah. We know it's dumb, yeah. but like, then we'll still let ourselves do it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why I even made this rule for myself. I went on a first date with someone who, and I, I think we had to reschedule it or something. And so then we just kept chatting before this first date. And then I met this person in real life and I was like, I'm going Ew. home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a whole like, texting relationship with someone because we kept pushing the date back and I thought it was because of me but n- now looking back at it I think he just didn't never ever wanted to meet mm-hmm. and it was sort mm-hmm. of like like you know like we're in like I got so upset I was like crying about it you know yeah. like yeah I never even met him and I'm like upset that like you know because you're like mourning a relationship that wasn't even a relationship but it's something mm-hmm. like Nikki said you made up in your head, right? Morning, what it could have been, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I, just an idea of what you could have with someone can be so powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw the uh, TikTok about um, it was like dating coach talking why about why like situationships are usually like more painful to get over because of that whole concept because it's like you are mourning something that didn't even happen you're mourning something that like you think could have happened so it's even Mm -hmm. more powerful because it's like almost like a better version of what your relationship would have actually been like yeah so Mm -hmm. when you break up with someone that you actually were in a relationship with it's probably easier because you see the flaws and you didn't get to really see those because you weren't in a relationship Mm -hmm mind-boggling mm-hmm. that was another hard pass for me once I got to a certain point within my dating life of no situationships like no no casual dating um I also felt like there's probably an appropriate time to make something exclusive if it's going to be exclusive um so that was another thing for me of just or and and then at the same time, both like situationships and then other things, I feel like fall into the category of dating games or, you know, people mm-hmm. who play games. Um, and that was something I also just didn't vibe with. And I liked keeping everything so straightforward um, and just very plain of like, like even with like talking to Connor and establishing that we're dating um it was a very like plain conversation of like I like you and I am going to delete apps and I'm not going to talk to other people and it was very like okay yeah yeah so straightforward but also makes you so much more vulnerable exactly yeah so there is a lot of vulnerability to it um but I feel like for me what really 
helped me feel better about dating or feel more empowered in dating was just not putting up with the long text combos, the Snapchat, the, um, you know, the weird games, the situationships, and just kind of skipping all of those items. Yeah. The when they say, when are you free? And you give a day and then they text you that night of the day, the next week, and you still don't have a solid plan. None of that bullshit. (laughs) Sounds like a personal experience. (laughs) Quite a few of them. Yeah, uh, my response to the you up text is block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, I haven't gotten a you up text in a very long time. Yeah. So man, I just had a guy circle back. Oh no! I just I can't with the circle back too. No, circling back is over. Um, no more circle backs. And retrograde's over. So why are they circling back? I don't know because it was two of them too, and it's like, why are you guys coming back around? Oh, two different people both like kind of came out of the woodwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. retrograde was over. What in the hell? Go no, back into you. your holes where you stay. You don't need a Valentine that badly. No. Oh Absolutely. my gosh. Yeah, with Valentine's Day coming up too. That's like the or that's our first date was after Valentine's Day, which also kind of took the pressure the pressure off, off of that. all of that, which was nice. But oh my gosh, there's I've heard like the phrase like coming out of the woodwork several times and I feel like that's always recipe for a disaster mm-hmm. and maybe I'm like really like cutthroat in, in that way too but just like mm. when they come back around I like him now like that means you are the second choice mm. you know there's a reason mm. that they like I'm trying to tell myself this. Like yeah. there's a reason they stop talk you guys stop talking and then all of a sudden they're coming back. Like why are they coming back now? What hap- like what was happening in between then? Mm-hmm. Like who were they talking to? They obviously were, you know, had to have been talking to somebody else. And then that ended and that's why they're back. Ooh, that's that's that, like- that does make sense. Yeah, actually, now that you say it that way, that makes a lot of sense. So I'm like, you're nobody's second option. That's like, in my well, even if the second option is that you were like busy with work, that's still a section second option. Mm -hmm. Like, I should if if we're gonna if the point here is intentional dating and we're gonna get married, if you were doing that already, Mm -hmm. no thanks. Like, you can make room for both. Yeah, you know, especially at the beginning. Yeah, if you need to reschedule for a reason, you say I need to reschedule, but I have these dates free, like the yeah. next week. Mm-hmm. Like you are, if that's different than just I'm mm-hmm. busy, because then it's it's the same as stringing someone along in a way mm-hmm. of just like like why keep in contact with someone if you like don't have the capacity to ex- actually explore it. Yeah, and the and you know what could be taking your capacity could be work or it could be dating other people. Yeah, or absolutely a plethora of things. Exactly. I also definitely believe that, um, in terms of like dating intentionally or like finding a partner, that the right person is isn't going to let anything like stop them from getting to know you. 
mm-hmm. or learning about you. And like, even in like the early stages of, you know, you don't know what this is yet. I feel like that's still like an opportunity or that's still a time to actually prioritize getting to know someone, mm-hmm. especially if like you really care and it could be something big. Yeah. That's a nugget. Put that on a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot to cross stitch on there, but somebody could try. That's a, I mean, I've, I'm sitting on this like really long couch right now. So I could picture this pillow just like Ooh, a long being pillow. a body pillow, basically. Yes. With, like the whole phrase. <laughs> Wait, I love that because it's a body pillow because it'll keep you, you can hug that instead of yeah. some mediocre person subtle for. instead of the guy that came out of the woodwork and yeah. said hey uh hey. I know I like said I was busy back in September but um do you want to be my valentine <laughs> I know I like literally not to make this about myself but this guy like messaged me and he was like said something and I ignored it because I was like okay well I'm not we're not speaking and he messaged back and he's like you so you're just ignoring it like my my message and I was like, well, you didn't have time for me. Like, I literally, this was not even about, all I wanted was to hook up. I didn't even want to date you. I literally just asked you to come over to have sex. And you said, no, you basically said no. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're out. <laughs> you're out of rotation, but you're out. <laughs> you're out skis. Man. Anyway. Let's move this back to you, <laughs> I don't think your hookup buddy would be Adelia um, approved in no, intentional dating. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what my other, I had another thought in terms of like the intentional dating or the um, uh, like dating app rules kind of thing mm. or, well, cause it's one thing to like remain friendly with someone um and then like see you know if like later in life or later like a couple months later things are a little bit different in terms of like the whole like rotation thing Mm -hmm. um but I I went through like a couple months of dating before I met Connor where um like I could tell that like no one was really serious and then that was just like kind of like a weird it was just a whole weird thing because it's like do you do you keep in touch with someone who you probably won't DTR with or you know that kind of thing um but I got to a point where and this is also a little bit of like a dating app tip if if you really like if it's like your vibe but one thing I would do is I would delete and restart my profiles Mm -hmm. so that I could just get rid of everyone I had talked to and just be like, mm, yes, let's, but let's try it, again. it also pushes you up in the algorithm when you do that. So you get better matches. They show you what? Yeah. No. Yeah. So when you restart, you get, you get, uh, you get pushed out there more. So it's really good well, advice. <laughs> yeah. So really good advice. I did, I did that like the day before I met Connor. So maybe that's how he found my profile. Oh. It might probably is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're like new. So they want to like show you to people. And it says you're new on hinge. Well, mm-hmm. it used, it does now. I don't know if it did that like three years ago, but yeah, it tells you when you're new. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Pens changed a lot since you've been on it. You can add videos, voice prompts, polls. There's like a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's advanced. Back, what, back when I was on there, it was like just photos and then you could only do the prompts, like the few prompts that they had. Yeah, yeah it's they still the same. So prompts now. Yeah, three prompts. I've seen a couple TikToks about the um the, the voice demo prompt. Yeah. It's oh so my creepy. gosh, I would have loved that three years ago. Okay, so sometimes yes, but sometimes like voices give me the ick. But then that's a that's a good thing. I mean, Is for it? me, like I oh my gosh, I remember complimenting Connor's voice on our first date, and I I was such I was such a nerd because I was like, oh. You could totally do radio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But I think that is a good thing. If it gives you the ick, like you're out. Exactly. What if you mean it's not as bad as it is on this like voice prompt thing? But cutthroat. We're being cutthroat. Exactly. It's a. I don't think I'm made out for this. I don't think I'm made out for cutthroat. I I like the cutthroat. Would you ever try the cutthroat? Like it could be like a 75 heart or something. Where you go 75 days with like a cutthroat dating app mindset only and then Ugh. see what happens. I, I think she can try two weeks. I think Not so. It's stressing me, it's stressing I think me we out could to do think two about weeks. it. So I probably should do it. <laughs> I think you should try it. I feel like you being cutthroat is the same thing, like same, probably the same feeling to you as it is for me for when I deleted the apps. The apps. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think you should try it. All right. I, I ended up having a panic attack on uh the episode when um we were on a dating with a dating coach and she believes in dating app detoxes and I deleted all my apps and mm. I had a whole blown like episode because it was so anxiety inducing to me. Like I was clearly addicted, but I think the way like maybe not as extreme as I felt it, but I felt at the time but I think like you doing a cutthroat like challenge would be really good for you yeah I think it's the same because mm-hmm. you remember you being like well what if they're not there anymore yeah I think that's how I feel right now about the cutthroat mm-hmm. thing like yeah. they won't be there mm-hmm. anymore but I guess that's like a good thing but also that makes me have anxiety for sure mm-hmm. I definitely love the detox idea but I feel like the cutthroat thing could could be fun but then you'd have to like well, then, like, there's the people that you have on, like, Snapchat or, like, on text, mm-hmm. you know, but then and you'd basically be deleting everyone who's, like, in your inbox. Yeah. I uh, All start. those people are gone mm-hmm. now. Rosters. Bye. No, ro- yeah, no rosters, no any of it. I, I don't have any be- right now. I think it would be really <laughs> good. I think it would be so good for you. Oh, okay. That would be fun. We have yeah. to think of these like cutthroat rules. Okay, so it's two weeks. Two okay. weeks. Um, I'm serious about this. I'd love to. I'd love to see like the the progress it report. You know, if some if anything happens from doing this. But yeah, it would be like a, Adelia's yeah, like create, she's got like a content brain going right now. Yeah. She's like, okay, how many times are you gonna post about this on TikTok? And <laughs> oh my gosh, she has posted the beginning of the TikTok and then or posted TikTok at the beginning of this. Also, if it goes viral, then like. You know, then you've got like all of TikTok, like, you know, Doing, working with you. Yeah, true. So um, you can only have two full blown conversations with the man Max, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so wait, but I can two, ask okay, them. Step out. one is this is two weeks. Step two okay. is 
you got to delete the profile, restart the profile and restart it with potentially like a new or like a slightly different strategy in terms of like photo layout information, that kind of thing, maybe mix it up a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, no more than two combos in the app and then delete if they don't ask you out or you don't ask them out. Like if you don't make plans after two combos, you delete, um, make plans for like a quick, safe, like coffee or a lunch, something like that you can escape from quickly, um, or whatever. And then get the vibes in person. I'm trying to think of other, and then, you know, pick your, pick your red flags, pick your, like your main, like, other things like your other like your specific standards maybe a handful that are like oddly specific mm-hmm. and then try that okay I didn't think I was gonna leave this conversation with homework but well, here we are I'm so sorry <laughs> Adelia gave it to you and I like it you just like you don't have to do homework <laughs> yeah yeah I'm not everybody gives me the ick on dating apps right now so I know I I there's I'm I'm not doing it I'm not doing it until I can decide that I like people again. Okay. You know? There's no reason. Mm-hmm. I'm I don't, you know, there's no reason to put any energy into it if I'm just gonna be grossed out by everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or for me, I love not being on the apps anymore. Um, I've had a few I've had like one or two friends where I've like tried this with them um and just been like, okay, so this is the new strategy to get you off of all the apps and we're going to try this and things like that. And it's always so fun living vicariously through, you know, all of the things. And yeah, especially hearing all of like the weird updates, like the apps, they keep changing so much. I know. Yeah. But it's nice that you've actually like gone through it because I think like sometimes getting advice from your friends who um, are married or Mm -hmm. whatever, it's like, Okay, but you were you dated a guy and married him and you were like you met him in college. Yeah. So you mm. cannot give me advice um since the last time you dated was like 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Cuz I'm older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I you said 20 years. <laughs> I think it's like 15. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was on dating apps for a couple years. Um all through college I remember oh and then confidence with dating and dating apps is such a weird thing I remember one point I like kind of like sat down with myself and I realized that I had only ever seriously dated people from apps and I was like Mm -hmm. and part of it is like our culture but then I also was like oh like should I be insecure about that that I haven't been able to meet someone in person but then also like it's such a complicated whole thing. Yeah. I, for a long time, believed I only met people on apps. And then I wrote down a list and like where I met them. And it wasn't true. It was pretty half and half. But like you think of the very um, like significant ones and a lot of those were on apps. Mm-hmm. So It's hard to meet people in real life these days. It's just so like, especially post COVID too, actually. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine trying to date like, in the middle of it of just being like are we gonna wear masks yeah or like it's been a rough few years yeah oh man yeah a lot of park dates 
A lot of birthday. Walking dates. That's the most unsexy thing in the world. A walking date. I could see a walking date being cute. Um, Connor and I on our first date. So we went to lunch and then we took a walk because like uh like around actually the neighborhood where we currently live, which is kind of cute. Um and it was February though, and it was cold as heck. Mm-hmm. And I I was so excited for this outfit that I picked out for this date, but I literally was wearing like a mini skirt, a crop top, and a lightweight denim jacket. And it was 15 degrees. <laughs> uh, maybe 20 degrees. But <laughs> How were you alive at the yeah. end of that? That's why he waved. My, I remember my legs were, were purple. Your legs were purple. No. <laughs> oh, my God. After our, like, walk. And it was a nice walk. We chatted, you know, about different things. Um, and then he... And then he walked me to my car because we were like, we looped around. And then I was like, oh, here's my car. And then he's like, so that's why I didn't think he was calling me that week. But then he did. Um, but yeah, no, I have always been like that. I mean, like, I, I always love style, but I've been very impractical my whole life for the sake of fashion. Even today, I pulled out these like denim Bermuda shorts that I'm going to end up wearing to film something indoors. And it's probably going to be like a outfits I wish I could wear right now, but yeah. you know, we're in the Midwest and it's still winter. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah. I know. I was excited. It I just got a bunch of degrees today. I know. I just got a bunch of swimsuits and I'm like, I want to wear them. <laughs> mm. Man. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This has been so fun. This was super fun. Thanks. Good. Make sure you guys all go follow her on TikTok and Instagram at Adelia Laughs. Um, and then what's your website? AdeliaLaughs.com. Perfect. Perfect. At the end of every episode, we say bye together. Do you want to say bye with us? Sure. Um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. bye. Follow along with us on Instagram and TikTok at Swipe That. And if you're not a part of our private Facebook group, join that too. Just search Swipe Bat Podcast. And if you love us, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.